0: Welcome to the Gifted to Give podcast. I am Brother Guillen. If you're new to podcasting, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share to all of you how wonderful God is as we celebrate the 500 years of Christianity in the Philippines. Good day, listeners. We have once again Monsignor Achilles Dakai as he will preach and teach to us the good news of the gospel for this Sunday, December 4, 2022. We have a great number of listeners, downloads, And interactions, we at Gifted to Give Podcast would like to thank everyone for their support. We are blessed to have our sponsor for our podcast, Podmetrics. Thank you so much, Podmetrics, for the support and I urge everyone to support them as well. And now, without further ado, please join us in welcoming Monsignor Achilles Dakai.
1: the very first week of the very first season of advent the first week is from november 27 to tomorrow december 3 that's the first week of the season of advent the season of advent of course begins last begins on uh, November 27 to end on December 24 this is now a new cycle the cycle the first cycle A this therefore is the first new international, or international, the first liturgical year. We are now within the cycle C, New Year. That's why we greet ourselves, one another, Happy New Year, Bagong tuig, Bagong Kinabuhi. So, this is it. We are now in the season of Advent. Advent, in any language, is a word that means coming. Coming. Actually, the main comings of Jesus are two. His second coming and his first coming. We are now concerned with the first coming. But the first coming of Jesus has several stages or several comings. For example, the first coming of Jesus is when he, the Son of God, came out of heaven, as it were, and came to the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary where he was conceived. So conception, which was announced as the Incarnation on March 24, is the very first stage of Advent, of his first coming. After the Conception, we have the Visitation, Blessed Virgin Mary brought his uh, conceived child in her womb, Mary brought him to Elizabeth and Sicariah and John. After the visitation, then we have after nine months from March 24 to December 25, we have the nativity. So that's the main coming When Jesus, conceiving the womb of the Virgin Mary, came out of her womb and became became a man, a baby. After the nativity, we have two years after, the three kings who were looking for the newborn king of the Jews. After the Massacre of the Innocents by Herod. We know that the Holy Family went in exile to Egypt. We don't know how many days or months they stayed in Egypt. But we know that Jesus came out of Egypt back to Nazareth. And there in Nazareth, he grew up in age, wisdom, and grace for 30 years. And then, out of Nazareth, at 30 years of age, his cousin John, also 30 years old, six months older than Jesus, came out to the open to introduce Jesus and to make him begin his public life and ministry of three years and a half. That's where we are now. That's where we are now with John, already 30 years old, and in, in the open, and Jesus yet in Nazareth, not yet introduced. And now we have John introducing him. And now let us, therefore, read what Matthew has uh, written in chapter 3, verses 1 to 12. And let us pray. Almighty Father, send your Holy Spirit upon us, that we may read your word with faith, reflect on it with love, and uh, follow it with hope, so that following your only begotten Son, we may find freedom, fulfillment, and the future with you forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. We shall now listen to the reading of the Gospel according to Saint Matthew chapter three, one to twelve.
2: John the Baptist appeared preaching in the desert of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It was of him that the prophet Isaiah had spoken when he said, A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. John wore clothing made of camel's hair and had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. At that time, Jerusalem, all Judea, And the whole region around the Jordan were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers! Who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce good fruit as evidence of your repentance, and do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God can raise up children to Abraham from these stones. Even now the axe lies at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I am baptizing you with water for repentance. But the one who is coming after me is mightier than I. I am not worthy to carry his sandals, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. He will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into his barn. But the shaft he will burn with unquenchable fire. Thank
1: you very much, Mr. Bistil. In this gospel, John is specially mentioned. He may appear to be the starring in this story, but no, he is not. He is not. This is a gospel of the Lord. St. Mark says, these are the good news about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Therefore, it's not the time or the place to talk about John. John, after all, will have his first day on June 24, his birthday. His second day he will have on August 29, his death, when he was beheaded. So let us leave John behind. Let us focus on the one who is coming after me, he said, mightier than I. No name yet. But at this time, Jesus is already 30 years old. I repeat, six years, six months younger than John. And so how did Jesus, how was Jesus introduced by John as he was coming out of Nazareth where he grew up? in silence and solitude for 30 years. John simply said, the one coming after me is mightier than I. No name yet, but he describes him as in his hand he has the axe to cut down every un." productive, every fruitless tree. And also, in his hand, he has the winnowing fan, the the nigo, to separate the grain, the wheat, from the tahop, the chaff. So that's how he introduced the one mightier than John. No name yet. But that is then how the Son of God, born of the Virgin Mary, he will perform his public ministry and his mission. Therefore, Jesus, not named here yet, would be one who will require, who will demand that his disciples be productive, be fruitful. If we want, therefore, to prepare ourselves well for a Merry Christmas, for the captivity of our Lord, we should try to know Who is coming? Who is coming? And now we are told by John that he is coming as one with an axe to cut down every fruitless tree. That, therefore, should be a reminder reminder for us. Once we know who is coming, then our preparation will be made accordingly. We must be productive. We must be fruitful. How? Remember the parable of the servants. There were three servants who were entrusted with talents five, two, and one. If you remember, the servant one and the servant two traded with what they had been entrusted with and they made more, more five and more two. Why were they recommended because they knew who the master was. They knew who the master was that on his return, he will, be, he will find them responsible and accountable. He will find them faithful and fruitful. And that's what, therefore, the lesson is from this parable of the talents. And if you remember the parable of the ten virgins, bridesmaids, five of them were wise. Why? Because they know, they know the bridegroom very well. They know that the bridegroom would be the one who has the right to come at any time, at his own convenience. They Know him so well that they prepare themselves accordingly, not only with lighted lamps, but also with extra oil. We also have to be like that, prepared and productive. We have to be prepared with our lighted lamps of faith but lighted up and living faith, accompanied therefore with good works, as James the Apostle has said, faith without works is dead. So that's how we prepare ourselves in the season of Advent. Our lamps must be lighted and living our faith must be accompanied by good works. Then Jesus is introduced or identified by John as one who has a winnowing fan. Nigo, aligigon ang nigo, ang tahop mang lupad ang wheat magpabilin sa winning fan, winnowing fan in other words jesus is coming to separate us remember he has said i have not come to establish peace but division separate the wheat from the weeds The sheep from the goats. The sinner from the saint. That is what sanctification is all about here. And salvation as well. Jesus will come as our savior from sin by precisely separating us with his winnowing fan. By sanctifying us. By saving us. That is what salvation is all about making ourselves holy, setting ourselves apart from others. So, here or now, as we celebrate Advent, we must remember that during Advent we are made to meditate on the joyful luminous, sorrowful mysteries until the next seasons. So, the season of Advent we are made to read about and reflect on the Annunciation, the Visitation, the Nativity. But then, We include all the other mysteries, the luminous mysteries, etc. Because the second coming starts after the season of Easter. After Jesus would have ascended to heaven, then we look forward to his second coming. But now we are concerned with his first coming, which I repeat covers a lot, at least seven Stages. If we want really to prepare ourselves well and wisely, like the five virgins, we must know who is coming. We must know who is coming because we may be tempted to look forward to Christmas and uh, what do we expect to receive? Christmas greetings, Christmas cards, Christmas gifts, etc. But Jesus is coming as a child, and therefore we must focus our attention and affection on Him. That's what. If we have a Belen, an nativity scene, the most important, important figure there is not Mary nor Joseph, but the little child on a manger. So our attention and affection should be toward Jesus. Who is coming? Who is coming to us with an axe? And with a winnowing fan. That's all that we are told and reminded of this week. The second Sunday and the second week of the season of Advent. His coming to us for the first time. And now we are with John, who is 30 years old, already ready to introduce Jesus Christ. Here in this gospel, he, only, he simply says, the one mightier, the one coming after me is mightier than I. No explanation except that he has the ax in his hand and the winnowing fan. To sum up, he would say, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. The same thing. The fire separates the genuine from the fake. The fire is not only illuminating. The fire is not only purifying. It is also identifying it identifies the real the true the genuine diamond from the faith so that is how we shall be identified at least this week how are we are we remaining the wheat that, the, that God may gather into his barn? Are we the sheep that the shepherd will gather into his flock? Or are we the chaff? Are we the goats? That is how we should look at ourselves now as we prepare for a Merry Christmas. A Merry Truly Merry Christmas is precisely a Christmas where our joy our joy is long lasting and persevering. We hope that our joy to the world be long lasting not only after the Christmas packages are unwrapped Or whatever gifts already consumed. No, our joy should be long-lasting, not just happiness. Happiness is very transitory. Joy, especially with joy that is peace of mind and a clear conscience. Joy, especially when it spells Jesus, only you. So here I pause for some of your questions on this season of Advent, I repeat. It has many stages, and we are now flashing back to that stage when Jesus was introduced by John, no name yet, but already as mightier than he was. Our preparation, I repeat, will be adjusted to our proper knowledge of who is coming.
0: And now, words from our sponsor. If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon... I want to share with you the tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many of your listeners you were able to convert to. And know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description box of this episode and use the referral code 500YOC Cebu so you can monetize your podcast too. Thank you, Podmetrics. And now, back to our podcast.
3: Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you for reminding that Advent means coming. I thought it was waiting. Coming of the most BIP person in our lives. I am happy that our Bible study helps me reflect of his coming.
1: That's true. Just as Jesus came several times, as I have said. He came out of heaven. He came out of the woman, the blessed Virgin Mary. He came out of Egypt. He came out of Nazareth, etc. So the question is, how are we prepared to meet him when he comes out into our lives? As one with an axe to cut down fruitless trees, as with an winnowing fan, to separate us the sheep, the wheat from the chaff, the sheep from the goats. That is happening now in this life here on earth. Sanctification, I repeat, salvation, making ourselves holy is now and here. Hello Mons, you
3: always have beautiful insights. thank you very much. I want to prepare wisely and thanks for reminding me who is coming and not to expect Christmas gifts for me instead giving a Christmas gift for the birthday celebrant, Jesus Christ.
1: That's right. You should know who is coming or else I'm reminded of a family. They were preparing their house. Stars here, lights there, Christmas tree here, etc. Well the mother was uh, preparing the nativity scene, Joseph is there, Mary is there, but the manger, no Jesus yet. So the little child in the family said, Mommy, where is Jesus? said, no Christmas yet. It's not Christmas yet. So he's not born yet. He's not yet there. So anyway, they went on preparing more and more, the gifts, wrapping the gifts, etc., etc. Midnight, they were all celebrating the medianoche. And the child, noticed that Jesus was not in the manger yet. So he called Mommy, Mommy, where is Jesus? And Mommy said, they have gone to Egypt, they have gone to Egypt because he forg- she forgot to place Jesus on the manger on the very midnight that they were celebrating. So don't let us be like that. Focus on Jesus. This is His day. He's coming. Several times.
3: Hi, Mons. Congrats on your award. <laughs> My question, Mons. For preparation for Jesus' coming, while going to confession in the Advent season have plenary indulgence?
1: Yeah. Well, there have been indulgences we have been gaining since November 1, November 2, etc. There are also other ways of gaining indulgences when we visit churches or when we celebrate the Aguinaldo masses, etc. Be more concerned with your personal, individual relationship with Jesus who is coming. For the first time, uh, we are just replaying this, uh, flashing back, but this will profit us for salvation. We always say our replaying Christmas is good for us. It does not add anything to the greatness of Jesus, no. But our celebration of Christmas, year after year, will profit us for our salvation. Once we know Him, that we may love Him and follow Him more closely. Good day, Good day. As a
3: mother, I am overwhelmed preparing for all the Christmas decorations and food for our big family gathering. Now I'm trying to keep things simple so that the star of the season will really be Jesus. Observing Advent, do Simbangabi, and do corporal works for mercy.
1: Let us, Even if we, we prepare Christmas tree or light a, a star, we must know what for. The Christmas tree, as the Germans have uh, told us a legend, the beginning of Christmas tree is about Jesus Christ. Look, when Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem, we are told, the shepherds were the first to come and adore him, human beings. Then, after the human beings, we are told that the animals lined up to worship the child Jesus in the manger. After the, the, the animals, we are told the plants were lining up with their flowers and their fruits to adore Jesus wrapped in swaddling clothes. And we are told according to the Germans, this is their story. At the end of the long line of plants was a pine tree. And a pine tree was very hesitant to follow the line and go to Jesus because a pine tree has no fruits, has no Fruits and has no fruits and flowers. So the fine tree just waited. And we are told that the baby Jesus called the fine tree to come to him. Why are you there? He said, because I have nothing to offer. I have no flower and no fruit. But Jesus said, you have the best gift because you are offering your Self, yourself, the others are offering offering what they have. You are offering yourself. So Jesus was so pleased with the pine tree that he plucked a star out of the sky and placed it on the top of the tree. That's why the Christmas tree is, must have a, car, a a star on the top of it, but that has been the working of Jesus. Jesus accepted the self offering of the pine tree, and that's the legend of the Taninbaum, the Christmas tree. Hello, Mons.
3: Hello. If we would like to sponsor or do a feeding program, where would you recommend we can do it that is already organized? Which one? Where would you recommend we can do it that it is already organized?
1: Uh, I don't know, but uh, this is a matter of disposition. How are we disposed to celebrate a Merry Christmas with our attention and affection focused on tissues? That should be any program that just leaves Jesus aside, it's not worth celebrating.
3: If we would like to sponsor or do a feeding program, uh-huh. where would you recommend we can do ah, yes, it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. One of the, the projects of how to be productive and fruitful this season is feeding the hungry among the poor at noon time. We have the Cucina in Santa Marta beside the Metropolitan Cathedral where we feed every Saturday and Sunday throughout the year. 100, 200 poor people, no questions asked. We just feed them lunch, only lunch as of now. But if people would be Aware of this, if they contribute, we can have them repeat it not only Saturdays and Sundays, but maybe on other days of the week. You can contribute to this feeding program, which is one of the works of mercy to feed the hungry among the poor. When I was, excuse this personal note, nominated for an award as Distinguished Tomasian alumnus, this cocina of Santa Marta in Cebu was mentioned in Manila that, is, that has been going on for 10-13 years. And I did not know that they precisely noticed or observed that distinct mark of my pastoral ministry. Another question,
3: Good morning, Yor. With all the commercialism of Christmas, how can we focus more in His coming?
1: How can we?
3: With all that commercialism of Christmas, how can we focus more on His coming?
1: <laughs> precisely, precisely. If we, for example, attend the Misas de Aguinaldo. Remember, uh, the Masses, the Mass, the Aguinaldo Masses have been instituted because workers demanded that they be allowed to hear Mass before going to war. So there is an order of priorities. If ever we have other programs that do not lead us to Jesus, to Sunday, to Mass, etc., that should be of less importance. attend Misa de Aguinaldo personally or online but be more concerned with Jesus being preached about during Mass not at the merienda or the painit afterwards
3: another reflection here. hi moms hi. in my home decor front and center is the baby Jesus in, the, in his manger our God who became man who left his powerful kingdom to be with us poor and sinful it's the season indeed to be with the poor and suffering Jesus came for me and for them too thank you Jesus
1: ah. we shall ex- explain more these phrases that only Saint Luke has made in his gospel that Jesus that the child of Mary was placed on a manger and wrapped in swaddling clothes but if you want me to explain it to you now Jesus was born and placed on a manger. Manger meaning food tray. Food tray. Because this Jesus would be, when he would grow up, would say, I am the bread of life. So, Jesus lying on a manger is already saying, I am the bread of life. So, it is already Eucharistic in content. It's not because Jesus was born poor. Actually, it has a more theological meaning. And what does Jesus being wrapped in swaddling clothes? We have said this again and again. King Solomon said, I was born Wrapped in swaddling clothes. Because that is how kings are born. Therefore, Jesus was born a king. (coughs) Wrapped in swaddling clothes like King Solomon. Not because he was just a baby. That's why the first visitors were the three kings. Because he was the first born king of the Jews. Nothing, nothing at all about poverty in this sense. In this scene of the nativity, it is more theological than you can think of. Jesus is born as the bread of life and Jesus is born as the king of kings. That's why Herod was afraid because this newborn baby would be a king. And he was declaring that before Pilate. So that's that. We still have to say more during the next weeks of Advent. But try to understand what I'm trying to say. Because this is not my teaching alone, this has been taught by theologians. Manger. In Italian, mangiamo, to eat, mangiare, to eat. Manger means food tray, food tray. So, Jesus is food, is bread of life. So, here we pause for. for our final blessing. Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, welcome again. So, another Bible study online, Friday next, God willing.
0: Wow, that was an amazing given by Monsignor Achilles Dakai. We are so grateful for the Lord for sending Monsignor Dakai to share God's word to all of us. We would like to thank again Monsignor Achilles Dakai and also to our heartfelt gratitude goes to all of you who joined, interacted, and asked a question for Monsignor Dakai. Hear more from Monsignor Dakai again next weekend. This is once again the Gifted to Give podcast. For your ears only. I am Brother Guillen signing off. Have a blessed Sunday to all and to God be the glory.
2: You have just listened to the Gifted to Give podcast with your host Brother Guillen, Brother John, and Father George
3: catch our next episode this episode of the gifted to give podcast was brought to you by our sponsors thank you for tuning in if you enjoyed today's show head over to our facebook page at 500 years of christianity archdiocese Cebu. if you love the gifted to give podcast we'd love for you to subscribe rate and give a review
2: everywhere you listen to your podcast till next time